If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Tai. Comes hit music station F104, Louise Tai here with you until 1 o'clock. I'm now joined on the phone by Cyan Hill. Hello, how are you? What's the crack, Louise? How are you? I'm good, I'm good. It's not too long ago, actually. I think it was the start of the whole pandemic that you were chatting to me a little while ago. I know, yeah. It's good to good to speak to you again when things are sort of opening up a little bit. It is. It's getting a bit more normal. It's kind of starting to get that feel to it all right, doesn't it? Absolutely. Which is yeah. nice. How was your quarantine? How did it go? Not too bad. I wasn't as productive as maybe I thought I was going to be. Like, I was going to do a lot of things and none of it happened. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's, it's a bit like that kind of, you know... Uh, Especially people who were put on furlough or, or had to stay at home. Yeah. Um, but like, especially people in the service industry, things like that, where you just didn't have anything to do. It was, it's like New Year's. It's like I have this New Year's resolution. I'm going to, you know, join a gym, running and get a new bike. And uh, I've seen a lot of people out cycling and I'm just wondering how long that's going to last. The and the runners, the new, the new additional runners that are out as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say Nike and Adidas made a fortune. Are having a great time, yeah, absolutely. But oh, you, yeah. you during the whole thing, you released a brand new single. I did, I did, and it's a strange time to to release new music. But actually, uh, it's quite topical, I think, right now with uh, the current political climate and all mm. the madness that's going down in the world. And um, I mean, the song is, is is more from a mental health aspect of speaking up about your issues and um, you know talking to a friend if. If, if you're down but I suppose it also applies to this um, what's happened with since since the George Floyd event yeah. and everything all the protests and yeah it is it is relevant it's making me think a lot um, about how that relates and it's a scary time actually so I suppose that's what music does isn't it like you have written it in one perspective but it's what people take from it is you know is what connects them to it Absolutely, and I, I think a very most most gigs I do when I play live, I try not talk too much about what the song is about. Mm-hmm. I might hint a little bit, but I really like people to make it up, make up their own minds for themselves. And I mean, with this one, it's not too cryptic. It's it's pretty obvious what I'm saying there. But um, you know, there's always going to be a different perspective that somebody else takes on things. And it's really interesting sometimes to hear that. Uh, I often get messages on, on Instagram and Facebook that people write to me uh, about a particular song I've written that, that inspired them and, and what the words meant to them. And it's something completely different than what I, I, mm. I envisioned when I wrote it or how I relate to the song. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a nice thing, actually, when you get that sort of feedback. Absolutely. It's a different sort of connection with it. Had you yeah. always planned to release it at this time? 
No, actually, it was meant to come out a bit later. Okay. Um, and I got, yeah, I got asked, I got picked from, for, to play for this, uh, to do this German Eurovision yeah. uh, contest, which was uh, on was a couple of weeks ago now. Um, and, yeah, so my, my label, they wanted to bring the song out mm-hmm. around the same time so that people could stream it. After the competition, it was still it was play, I was playing it live in the competition, so it sort of made sense. But it's also difficult. I mean, it's not really a great time to be releasing music because you can't go out there and, and promote it. You yeah. can't do any gigs, so it's hard. But I had that, and it was huge promotion. I performed for four million people uh, on live TV. What was that like? Germany, Austria, and Switzerland. Yeah, it was live. So. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's it was really unfortunate. So it was basically set up by this guy Stefan Rab, who's a very famous German talk show host. He retired a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote this song "Satellite." If you remember, Lana, I think her name was, yeah. uh, performed that in the Eurovision. I wouldn't be the biggest Eurovision fan, but I know it has a, a really loyal following and a big fan base. And it's really, I think it was something he was trying to give back to the people who are missing out on this. So um, his, he had a production company, this guy, but it's only based in uh, Germany, Austria, Switzerland, so it could only be broadcast in those areas, sadly, but it it had different contestants, obviously, from different countries, so I couldn't get anyone back home to vote for me. I wasn't even really allowed to to talk about it until two days before the event, so um, it was, like, an amazing experience, but, you know, it is honest. It's nice when people can cheer for you back home. Well, that's true. Especially when you're representing the country. Absolutely, and you came in the top ten, which is amazing. Yeah, I came ninth without, you know, without any votes. And uh, I don't think the UK gave me anything. Uh. Yeah. (laughs) My mum was a bit upset at that because there is always that thing when it comes to the Eurovision with Ireland and the UK. And, you know, are we going to give them a few little cheeky points? And we we tend to do it. I think we gave them a few points in this particular thing and never gave gave me any. So it's, uh, and uh, Kelvin Jones was the name of the guy representing uh great britain for this and i was sitting right beside him actually when we're well, social distancing mm. beside him um when they announced they're announcing the points and he kind of gave me a sly look when he didn't <laughs> give me anything it's always <laughs> that funny little I, moment doesn't it <laughs> was i was i that shite you know <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it i love it just looking looking for an excuse to use that word there sorry that's okay. That's allowed. It's all good. But tell me, you have a video for this as well that you shot. Yeah, so everything, it was all, I mean, you know, my last, the song before this release is called Last Minute. And mm-hmm. I think this one was actually mm-hmm. even more last minute than, <laughs> than that song. And that we had a, there was a plan to do a video in Ireland um, with a, a director here and everything kind of got pulled because of, of this competition. So we just had to really do everything short notice to get it out in time. Uh, so I had to, I flew to Germany mm-hmm. during this pandemic thing, which is really terrifying. Yeah. Went and uh, quarantined for two weeks in Berlin uh, in an apartment there. And then uh, in that time, I had some friends there, uh, filmmakers who work with Milky Chance. I presume you know Milky Chance. I do. Um, so they go on tour with him and I, I, their, their work is great. I just asked them if they wanted to just come to the flat and kind of, film me walking around is like trying to do sort of an introspective um sort of more personal video and just having a bit of a laugh driving around around berlin when there was nobody on the streets is pretty interesting 
I'd say, uh, yeah. Interesting time there, yeah. And you got some lovely shots of the city, actually, in it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's hard to do a video right now, and I've seen mm. so many of these people doing these quarantine videos, and that was, I was thinking about that for a while, but I just, we've seen it already, you know, a million times, and... Yeah, I think, you know, we kept our distance. It was just uh, three of us doing this. So uh, it was a, a light guy slash director slash uh, makeup slash <laughs> do <Doing> everything. Editing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure, isn't that the yeah. fun? I think we've all learned how to do things slightly different in this time, if nothing else. Yeah, and, and sort of appreciate when, you know, how how much we need yeah. each other to be able to do things on a, on a bigger scale. So It's so true. And you've yeah, done... So, Right, go on. No, I was just, just going to say, you've done a couple of lives as well during this time. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the lives. I was going to, to ask, honest. yeah. Like, Do you I miss the crowd think... or the audience? Well, it's not even just for performing. I think, that, you know, watching it as well, the sound quality is just not great. Mm. Um, and it's kind of like, I, I was tra- chatting to a friend about this recently. When you're watching this live stream, it's sort of, you could you could easily just go on YouTube or go on Spotify and watch or listen to the artist. And when it comes to the live the stream, when somebody starts when I start actually playing, I notice the people watching the numbers go down a bit. Mm. And I think it's people actually want to watch you do something stupid or say something <laughs> funny or just catch do something out. different. Yeah, catch you out a little bit and just yeah. see you do something different because if you're just there playing a song, it's just like ah. Oh, so I can listen to this. I've seen him. Are you doing that again? I've seen that already, you know. Mm. So um, I kind of lose attention span almost with it. Yeah, but mm. then again, there are like uh, fans who, who love that. Yeah. And um, I have I have some people who like quite loyal fans that will come on and watch me every week. So every Thursday, I try and do it at, at eight o'clock. Oh, fab. Okay. Uh, just to keep it alive. And it, yeah. it's nice to perform in a way, even though it's, it's just in my bedroom. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a way to I keep think, it you know, alive. You've got to keep it alive in yeah. some way or form, for sure. And will there be more music coming before the end of the year? Uh, there's an album coming. <gasps> um, Exciting. Okay. Don't know, don't know when it's going to be. Yeah. Um, uh, but there'll be a couple of singles before that. It's just I have a couple of things to do on, on the record that mm-hmm. we had to postpone some recording. And it's going to be an interesting... Uh, some of the songs are quite interesting. I think that we've we've done almost a quarantine way of recording. I've had um, my drummer in, in Dublin that plays in my band. He's recorded drums at home in his studio, sent them over to me. Uh, I've got some keys from someone else. I've got some fiddle, some banjo from different people that have just sent me bits and pieces, and I'm sort of putting it together like that, which is unusual. I'm used to going into the studio and having some sort of control or direction of yeah over how things go and when you send somebody a piece of music and like all right there have a crack at it uh it's really interesting to hear what comes back it's not always good yeah <laughs> but know, it's their perspective to... almost on it isn't it yeah for yeah. sure so I'm, I'm not sure how much of it we'll use in the end but um yeah it's almost done but i think there's going to be probably two two or three more singles before that comes out amazing so how can people keep up to date with what you're up to uh i suppose the same as, as everyone you uh you know, YouTube, Facebook, social media. I was meant to play Forbidden Fruit last weekend, oh. so that's disappointing. Yeah. Um, but we will be back. I can feel it. We are going to get gigs back. We we are getting there, we hopefully. Are. We are. We're moving slowly, but we will get there in the end, for sure. For sure. Thank you so much for chatting to me. Thank you for having me on, Louise. Good Not to chat to you again. 
And uh, I'll talk to you again when the new album comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to it. Talk to you soon. All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.